Oh, there we go. Welcome are. to another episode of the Cemetery Files here on Restream. Um, how you doing, Kelly? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I'm wide awake. I had a really nice sleep last night because it's winter time and I get to put blankets on the bed. Nice. All right. Yeah. So I slept all night long. It was so nice. Yeah. How are so you? I'm all right. Um, just trying to juggle a few things here and there. Um, uh, I got a speaking event on Sunday and I'm trying to get the advertisement for that set up and ready to go. Bought a new mixer for my podcast, my setup, and I'm still having a little bit of difficulty trying to get my sound to work really good. But you said I'm coming in. Yeah, Better you're coming in fine. Time, so. I've mean, got a little bit of an echo, but we can we can work on that later on. Not anymore. I shouldn't have it. There you echo. go. Now you're fine. Yeah. Right. Right. But yeah. I we just turned it, it off. <laughs> yeah. Good. <laughs> we have a guest so, today. Yeah. Yes, we do. We do. Do you want to do, do the introductions? I suppose I could. Our guest right. today for episode 20 is Nicholas R. Grossman. He is a ghost, a ghost storm investigations as a ghost hunter. He's a producer, a psychic and an occultist. He is a psychic magnet, um, real ghosts, real results. And he is a CT team empath. So let's welcome Nicholas to the show. Hey, how are you guys doing? All right, Thank, you so much. Thank you so much for having me on. It means a lot. A lot yeah, to talk yeah. about. You know, October. Yeah. There's a oh, lot yeah. going on. So yeah, the spooky month, yes. Spooky My favorite baby. month. Yeah, you got yeah. It. mine too. Yeah. So um, except for I haven't guests, set up my Halloween yet. No. <laughs> no. So for our guests um that really don't know who you are, why don't you introduce yourself and let people know um, what what you're doing and what you're up to. Sure. My name is Nick Grossman of Ghost Storm Investigations. Um, I've been uh, doing paranormal research for over 20 years. I've been studying magic for over 30 years. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, we do a lot of paranormal events. We're we're known uh, for Paracon in Ansonia. we're, we're doing something different now, but that's what we've done in the past. It's a pretty awesome uh, paranormal convention. Uh, as a matter of fact, we have one that we're actually planning in June. That's a Connecticut cryptid and uh, UFO awareness convention. That's getting a lot of uh, you know reactions. There's a lot of good things coming along. Um, I just did one last weekend. I just yes. did a cryptid one. Nice. Yeah. Well, they're real. You know, as a psychic, I'll tell you this. I mean, interdimensional uh, spirits are real. I mean, there's not just human spirits. Uh, there's also interdimensional spirits, creatures mm-hmm. with some type of cloaking uh, ability. And um, as a matter of fact, in Connecticut, yeah. we have a whole bunch I've of seen stuff like this, believe it or not. So we're really excited about it. And, um, you know, we I do a number of ghost tours all over Connecticut, and we have a lot of fun with it. And, and we, we actually do magic on people at the end we like zap them uh with energy and it's it's a lot of fun good you know, the meaning of life for me is to for enjoyment and i want everybody else to be able to forget their life for a couple hours and have fun at the events and 
kind of forget work and just go on an adventure, learn some things and uh, all that other stuff. It's, it's really cool. It's rewarding. Like it. It's rewarding. Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah. Sharing and stuff like that. Yeah. We have exactly. a few documentaries coming out. Um, one of them is called Expedition Hell. And nice. it's three of our most demonic cases that we had in uh, Connecticut. And one of them in which this lady that we're, you know, doing an investigation, she was possessed and she did not want any help at all. She did not want to remove it. The entity we tried to convince her, um, the entity, we do have hours of interviews with the entity coming out of her and answering wow. questions, which is very interesting. And we have all sorts of cryptid uh, creatures that, that came out uh, on video. Hmm. I would share wow. it with you guys, but I'm just not ready to share it yet. The videos, but um, there's something about getting the right type of crowd group in and all sorts of stuff starts happening. You exactly. Know, my yeah. team is, we're very comfortable and uh, it's been an adventure. I'll tell you that much. You know, so. Right. So yeah. cool. let me ask you, when did you right. um, realize that um, you had the gifts of a medium? Well, you know, it all started, you know, and this is very strange because when you're one years old, nobody really remembers much memories at that age. And mm -hmm. I remember, <laughs> unless people similar to us, you know, yeah. and I remember being visited by these three glowing bright white um, silhouettes and they were so bright I couldn't see the facial features or anything like that. And I remember being visited every night by them. And, you know, I think that, you know, they gave me like some type of ability, I think. Um, they could be extraterrestrials, but honestly, I like to think of them as angels. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, all sorts of stuff was happening. I moved when we moved to another house. There was all sorts of stuff going down in my bedroom. It was crazy, like objects being flown across the room oh, um wow. yeah on the ceiling i would see these these uh um static charges like that it was it was really wild and really unique and honestly it was very traumatizing and i say this all the time that you know i slept with the covers over my head from the time i was 11 years old to the time i was like 24 years old i was it was scary <laughs> wow yeah, it was. There was all sorts of... The thermostat would turn by itself all the way to 85 degrees. Oh, gosh. I'd wake up in, in a puddle of sweat. My dad would come up and say, why is it so hot in here? And You know, it's hard to, you know, convince them that something like that is going on, especially we're talking about the early 90s when paranormal uh, wasn't very popular. And, mm -hmm. you know, people often would uh, think you're crazy if you said... Uh, psychic and paranormal stuff was happening um mm -hmm. and you know that's what happened to me and i saw a therapist and i actually got a, a camera and i started taking pictures of uh the anomalies and the entities in my room and i showed the therapist and his mouth dropped he didn't know what to say mm -hmm. um but uh that's you know awesome. it, yeah well you know what i was uh actually exploring this insane asylum they have this cemetery it's called middletown um Middletown Asylum, and they have this cemetery, and it's all numbers. And I did a TikTok video, and it, it, as I was walking the cemetery, 
I'm like, how many of these people were actually really psychic and actually got locked up in this place? Mm-hmm. Think about mm-hmm. that. You know, I was just talking about, about that this weekend. God, yeah. That's, when we were, I was having a conversation with some other people, and it's like how many people were in insane asylums that actually were gifted people, but they didn't understand what was happening to them, nor right. were there anybody available to them to guide them with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. But yeah, I mean, it was traumatized. And then I started understanding. I started studying the activity that was going on. I actually started studying it because, you know, it was there all the time. So I'm, you know, I naturally started understanding what was going on and I started figuring out ways to, to, you know, ward, ward my bedroom, um, for the night. And mm-hmm. I started figuring out like a, it all became like scientifically and metaphysically, it all just made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was pretty wild. I'll tell you what, <laughs> I mean, I seen a black cloaked. This this was about four years ago. I, you know, I often wake up at like three in the morning and I see this big cloud come out, this dark cloud, mm-hmm. and all sorts of entities uh, come out of there. Wow. And um, yeah, it's pretty wild. Oh, it's wild. Yeah. So. yeah, it's always wild when it starts dipping into your own life rather right. than going out and finding it in a location, going out mm-hmm. and actually going hunting for it but when it starts right. invading your own life yeah oh yeah that's that can be traumatizing especially if you don't know what's going on yep mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. yeah i've had that happen before when i was younger ran into a couple things i couldn't describe and understand and you know it, it was it's yeah, scary had... you know excuse me one moment i'm sorry that sorry about that hold on my tv let me show <laughs> Sorry. I came home and my television was on. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> That's all right. I didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> I had a yeah. meditation binary beats thing going and it flipped to the commercial. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. No. So yeah, there's, there's been many times in my life that I've experienced that, you know, some things that you don't know and you don't understand and it can be scary if you're not, especially if you're not prepared for it, but once, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. but if, if you have some, somebody that's helping you with that or understanding that, you know, unlike these people who were put in these sand asylums, who a lot of them were probably just gifted individuals or were, you know, um, eccentric or even autistic, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, right. they just, back then my, you know, my theory is, and it's always been this way is that people who are afraid of certain things that they don't understand, they, they lash out or they condemn it or, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. Without doing the research and finding the truth of any situation, especially with people with autism or, you know, special gifts, they don't want to take the time to research that to help that person to grow from that. And it's pretty sad. You know, it's the world we live in right now. So so let me let let me ask you, Nicholas, how how do you um, deal with? some of these stigmatas that you've um, probably ran into in your lifetime? Well, you know, I've always uh, been able to almost prove it to people. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the magic, my magic comes from myself. Mm-hmm. Type of, mm-hmm. I like to say psychic magic. Um, a lot of it comes from Kabbalah meditations and stuff like that and harnessing energy. And, um, you know, 
if there is a skeptical person, that's okay. But uh, I'm glad to prove it to them. I put my fingers on their forehead and start zapping energy into their their head mm-hmm. with permission, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right. I have uh, my other guy who's, you know, we, we're kind of like shamans. And uh, his name is Bill Backlickner. And uh, he actually owned the most haunted house in Connecticut called the Zachariah Curtis House. And it's a long story. But, you know, I have him. We go out into public, and if we see an injured person, we heal them on the spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very easy for me to to convince people because, you know, it, what we do is so effective somehow. It's very easy for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there, you know, it's okay to be a skeptic, but there are some haters out there, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I. I just try to prove, you know, what's going on is real. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some extremely skeptical people that no matter what you do, they're still going to be skeptical about that. Right. Um, so, you know, basically that's my answer to that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've run into quite a few people, skeptics, I should say. Uh, my co-host of my other show is, you know, 80% skeptic and 20% paranormal. So, mm-hmm. and him being from the science background, you know, it, it, it works. I find out, you know, a little bit different how the, how the other side think, you know, that's what I like to say, you know, the people who are skeptics and absolutely, you know, because the fact that I do believe is you can learn from, you know, both sides, you know, I don't think it's just one sided. I think it's right. You know, without the science, you know, a lot of the paranormal doesn't make sense. I agree 100% with that. I've said this for so long that magic and science is is very, very much the same thing or psychic abilities. And I always had this, this saying that um, when there is a metaphysical phenomenon that happens and science can't explain it, then they call it magic. But mm-hmm. when a scientist is able to explain... Um, a magical or a psychic ability when they're able to logically come up with an explanation for it, then, then it's science. Mm-hmm. So I always like our mind, we only use about 15% of our mind. Um, that other big portion of our brains, like accessing, you know, those portions of our brain or and our mind. I mean, there's, there's much more to it. And, you know, people, um, who, who do have mental illness. Um, I think, you know, sometimes I wonder if they're actually gifted and they just don't know how, like it's a psychic ability that's just gone out of control and they don't know how to ground themselves. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. one, that's one of the things that I've thought about too. Yeah, I agree. You know, I've Mm -hmm. always said magic and, uh, paranormal and psychic abilities. All it is, is a, is science that they have not come up with a mathematical, Mm -hmm or a logical explanation for it. Mm-hmm. So it goes into that category of the unknown. But when Well, even, even do, the U.S. government went after trying to research no. it. They they tried yeah. to weaponize the, the psychic abilities back in the 60s and 70s, 70s I think. Yeah. 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 Well, they had that so, funny movie with George Clooney, Men Who Stare at Goats, and I think it was yeah. like, it was a true story, but it was a comedy at the same time. Yeah, that right, actually did right. happen. You know, they yeah, actually yeah, right. That was remote. The remote viewing aspect of it. 
Yeah, that yeah. was the remote viewing aspect of it. That mm-hmm. is one of my gifts to be able to remote view. Oh wow! And that's cool. That is it. It is. I mean, I, I, it kind of just happened that way. I mean, I knew I had gifts, but when somebody was trying to get me to think of something, you know, a place where they were describing that was supposedly haunted, as soon as it was um, said that it was haunted, my brain was right there. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just like Absolutely. I saw the person, I saw the entity, I saw the building. And then three years later, I ended up working there and standing in the same spot that I remote viewed with my wow. boss. Wow. So I knew that that, that was nice. that was That's that cool. was meant to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. But, um, yeah, some of those stories, the, the research is starting to come out more um, in, in books and in um, online kind of being disclosed. You know, um, there isn't much that you know, the government or anybody else is really trying to hide anymore. Well, there's also that there's also the fact that with the, the, um, the development of quantum physics, that the paranormal is starting to get more and more put into the forefront because they're wondering if the quantum physics can actually explain the experiences that we all have have been having. Right. So they're dipping their toes into that. Mm -hmm. And then they're trying to see if there's a correlation between the two. But they're mm-hmm. going to find out that there's a lot more to that than they're bargaining for. Oh, yeah. You know? What it also <laughs> is, is, too, is that, you know, I believe that this world is having some type of evolutionary, supernatural evolution. And a lot more people are getting these gifts, which is crazy. It's they're shift. All it's a shift. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's- the government uh and scientists and whatever organization um they have to address it because it's becoming so common and it's just it's like becoming UFO, more mainstream it's just like the ufos mm-hmm. because now we have these phones here and we're mm-hmm. able for some reason you know you guys everybody knows in the paranormal that there's something about these phones they have an ability to capture things that uh you can't normally see with the, the naked eye Mm-hmm. Uh, but now that we have all these phones like this, where people are getting photos of UFOs and all sorts of stuff, and you know, they have no choice but to try to address it, address it. But they should just come out already and you know, just say, <laughs> you know, well, it'd be uncontrolled, and there's no way yeah. that they can understand. Can we weaponize right. it? Can we make a commercial thing? Right. Can we make money off of it? Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure that's probably already, yeah, I'm sure that's probably been down. The, the gamut of things mm-hmm. have already been on that list you know mm-hmm. what can we do yeah well i'm but, also finding that more and more families are are open to it they're it's like we're okay my child sees something at night we're not going to tell him it's nothing and have him go back to bed what they're doing is they're saying well let's explore this what does it look like and so it's becoming more and more accepted from the right. family from the family unit on up uh-huh. Um, a lot, kind of like a lot of the other social issues that we've been seeing evolving over the last few years. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, all this stuff that's happening as of late in, in the world, um, Nicholas is, is this surprising to you or do you think that it's just, it, you, well, you, you kind of knew it was coming. Yeah. I, I, you know what, you know, the Mayan calendar thing. 2012 it was supposed to be the end of the world but i honestly believe it was like the end of the old world and a new of something else 
And if you mm -hmm. think about it, they said the Earth's axis was going to tilt and it was going to wreak havoc and all this other stuff. But if you really do think about it, they are right. The Earth's axis did tilt somewhat. And mm -hmm. it's causing like a change uh, in everything. And if you think about it, you know, our equator, you know, we're more closer to the most. Some of us are more now closer because of that tilt to the actual equator than it was before. So we're getting, you know, weird weather patterns and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. um, it's not something this is something that I've been thinking about in the past uh, 20 years. But um, when I was going through this stuff, uh, I, that was definitely not on my mind. But um, as I've been doing this now, um, I've been doing the paranormal for over 20 years, but I would say the past 12 years, I started noticing that more and more people are getting getting this kind of abilities going on. And uh, mm -hmm. that's when I started coming to terms like, all this crazy stuff that's going on in this world and you know growing pains are not fun mm -mm. um i do believe that there's some type of spiritual thing going on um mm -hmm. and i i do believe that you know the government probably knows about a lot of it too mm -hmm. uh but you know there's all sorts of these gifted children coming out and you know call it an indigo child or i don't right, think it's right. really i don't think it's really coming out it's just coming to the forefront a little bit more because the native americans believed that people had gifts they believed that oh, yeah. um <laughs> people had two spirits in them when they were attracted to both sexes so right. it's it's not something that's not been noticed um it's right. just that it's now being talked about uh -huh. that's Absolutely. the big difference is it's now and that goes and about. Yeah, and that goes with a lot of different things in mm -hmm. the way the world is now. Things we weren't talking about 20 years ago are now important. Right. You They're know, becoming and, aware, more aware. You know, mm -hmm. More aware. Right. It's a bunch you know, of stuff. And people are. Yeah. I, I right. love, it's it's um, kind of hard to pick. Yep. It's cold today. I love uh, when, you know, I do a ghost tour and a lot of people look at Europe and say, because it's so old and ancient, that's why they have all the hauntings over there. But if you think about it, the ground that we're on here in our country. It's just as old Native as that ground. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're very, very, you know, their culture is rich in uh, mastering supernatural abilities mm -hmm. like we were just talking about. So especially mm -hmm. I'm in Connecticut here. I mean, all this land is all technically indigenous uh, properties. And, you know, they put all sorts of protection, this protection, that. So you have the Algonquin up there, right? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, if you think about it, it's just as old and ancient as mm -hmm. right. Europe. Yep. Right. Uh, the yep. only difference is these right. are indigenous uh, tribes that instead of like Renaissance uh, mm -hmm. type of folks. And, right. you know, as we're talking about uh, the, the Native American folks, um, they knew their stuff when it came to cosmic and supernatural mm -hmm. abilities they really knew their stuff they're uh, ahead of their time a little bit when it comes well i think to it's probably because it, they didn't spend their time trying they did not spend their time trying to screw their fiddle mankind they right. they spent their time trying to improve everybody 100%. that's probably why 100 <laughs> percent. all right right yeah. now uh nicholas uh how long have you lived in connecticut all my life since 1980 
Okay. I lived here. Okay. I live right now. I'm in New Haven County. Um, there's okay. lots of of historical places all over here. Uh, one of them is the White Lady of Easton, and she's a very very famous uh, urban legend around here. And even the police department and the fire department have actual reports reports of her. Like they she would run out in front of the the police car the cop the police cars. And they would hit her, and nothing would be there, and they'd have a dent. Now oh there's actually oh, wow. reports wow. on this, and um, I actually have a video of her in a few photos. Oh. And uh, the best one we we went to, she goes through three cemeteries. There's two in Easton, and there's one a few miles down in Monroe, Connecticut, called Stepney Cemetery, and that's where Lorraine and Ed Warren are actually buried. And you know what? Honestly, if you go to their grave, sometimes they'll they they give you signs. Ed and Lorraine Warren, it, it's very active mm -hmm. over there. That's awesome. Yeah, right. And right. you know, so yeah. you know, we were exploring the cemetery. Nothing was. Ha it, this is one of the most haunted cemeteries in the United States. Uh, many would say nothing was happening this time, and we were so disappointed. And so you know, we packed up our gear and. We left. Oh, before we left, the my psychic got her. Diane got her pendulum, and she asked if we we're going to see the white lady, and it said yes. Again, nothing happened. So we packed up mm -hmm. our stuff and left. And uh, I drove a few miles down, and I was about to get on the highway, and all of a sudden, this white dress sheet flew across my car, and I swerved. Everybody saw it. Um, I'll never forget it. And I was driving uh, my two teammates home and, you know, it was nice out. So I had my window open with my hand on top of the roof. And all of a sudden mm -hmm. I hear, we all hear this and I feel this. Now that was a distinct feeling of a human hand. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, she's on the roof. Um, when I dropped them wow. off, there was, there was nobody up there. When I dropped them off, we, we checked, but. I right. mean, yeah. it's right. a distinct feeling, yeah. you know, and mm -hmm. everybody heard mm -hmm. it. And I was a little bit freaked out. I was a little, I'm, just yeah, a little bit, you know, but um, yeah, there's all sorts of stuff that happens. Connecticut is one of the most haunted places. It's states. pretty, I mean, it's pretty haunted. Connecticut, Connecticut, Massachusetts and Rhode Island. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Kind of like a, why is it that all these haunted uh, hot zones have like a triangular shape. It's Why? it all has to do with. I, I just realized that Connecticut, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Rhode Island have a triangle, mm -hmm. kind of a triangle. I don't know if that Nevada is kind of like a Nevada is kind of like a triangle all in and of yeah. itself. <laughs> yeah. So right. Yeah, I think that there's there's quite a bit to that, you yep. know. And talking about, you know, a tri like a triangle the way i view like the three six and nine numbers mm -hmm. you know oh yeah like uh nicholas tesla that oh. you know came up those are the most prime numbers the most important numbers that you need to focus on mm -hmm. you know and yeah it's just and if you look at on a chart i mean the three six and nine it can form a triangle mm -hmm. you know i mm -hmm. mean it's just absolutely it's just it's crazy mm -hmm. but yeah so every day i kiss my wife three times Every three single times time is the magic number, you know. That's right. Mm -hmm. Three times. That's slow. Must be three <laughs> times a day. There. Okay. <laughs> no, it's actually three 
three times every time I. Oh, kiss three it. times every time. Oh, I'm gonna have to change every that. time. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's down on the want list. Seriously, yeah. I just I researched that from Nicholas Tesla, and he just he, was he would walk around. It, it, he was interesting. Yeah, he would, I he would was, love yeah, to have he, him around. He would walk. Oh. He would walk around his building when he would come home. And and go into his apartment building. He would walk around the block three times before entering his his building. Wow, I'm like a lot to be said yeah. for OCD. I mean, it, <laughs> right, right, and that the, and but you know when you wonder what people do have all these you know these things like where they have to touch things so many times and mm -hmm. there may be something to right. it. I used to do that all the time. Yeah, I would have to touch the light so many times, or you know, and I, it would drive me nuts. Yeah, but. There's something to that. Right. You know? Well, yeah, it's, you know, I've matter. never, that's the first time I've ever heard of a theory like that, but that makes a lot of sense that maybe there's a mathematical, uh, natural, oh, mathematical. It's like turning on. the key. It's yeah. like, it's like yeah. turning a key. Mm -hmm. Just right. Right. Yeah. Right. And if you look at trying to get into a, a, a lock, mm -hmm. there's the combinations of three combinations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. And the Bible has you know a I mean? lot of that too, mm -hmm. and a lot, a lot of other, a lot of other mm -hmm. uh, scriptures of all, all sorts of religions have a mathematical mm -hmm. code. Well, just just look at the fact that we get signs that are numeric. Right. I get. I my that first one was one two three four. Mm -hmm. I looked 12, 34, 12, 34, 12, 34. Yeah. And then it was five, five, five. And then it mm -hmm. was the one that really screws me up that I still haven't figured out is eight eighteen. Wow. Haven't figured that one out yet. <laughs> and that one, that one made itself known very strongly. So wow. I still don't right. know what it is. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So you take that eight, numbers mean 18. things. Oh, right. Yeah. You take that eight, 18. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then you've got eight and eight. That's 16. 17. All the plus one and then seven, which is an eight. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And so if you take that, what is that? 17. All these numbers, most of them, I, I figured this out once, and it's I don't know how I did, but I figured it out. But a lot of these numbers and everything that we do is di is divided by three, mm -hmm. six, mm -hmm. or nine. Mm -hmm. You know, and numbers can play the biggest role in anything. I mean, how no, me I, and my wife agree. met, we went through the whole thing of our birth dates. <laughs> our parents death dates you know our everything and what it came back to it led back to something that resonates with both of us mm -hmm. and so i knew that that was a spiritual mm -hmm. sense the pull and yeah it's just people who do mathematics you'd be well well to to sit down with a mathematician and just to talk numbers with them especially when you involve the paranormal well, oh yeah take that take that a little bit further and sit down with somebody who sees numbers differently like i do for me numbers are characters they have yeah. clothing that they wear they have attitudes they have the way that they deal with life they're regular all everyday beings with me that's well, yeah, right i like yeah. some yeah numbers there's more than yeah, other numbers consider that yeah oh mm -hmm. yeah yeah. Yeah. Sit yeah. down with somebody like that one day and have them explain that to you. It gets really weird. And I just discovered this about people. So I'm still trying to yeah. come to yeah. grips with it. Well, I'll take that one, one bit farther with you. Mm -hmm. Numbers that I see mm -hmm. make noise. 
Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's different cool. noises. Different, that's cool. Different numbers, different noises, different and with everything. I mean, it's just how many times you tap on a table, how many times that even even if thinking a number and random. Oh yeah, it's numbers. It's it's sound. Weird. I'm sound. Numerology. That's something. Yeah. Numerology. I love. It's on my list of things to do. I love numerology. Yeah, I've, I've been studying a little bit of it. In, it, yep. it takes a lot out of you, if especially mm -hmm. me being gifted as a medium. I I have to kind of tread, you know, tread lightly because if I, I can get wrapped up in that, and then my energy just gets sucked right out because I'll just be mm -hmm. kind of like diving in the deep end when you're already tired you know so yeah. that's what yeah. you get for going down rabbit holes so quickly you gotta wait until oh, you get yeah. a good rabbit oh, hole yeah. no, I don't, I, hole. yeah i don't i don't just step on the edge i have both feet going woohoo yeah and then and then you know somebody's usually pulling me out going what the you know yeah, we had that happen a couple times where you pulled yeah, me out. Like, yeah. What the hell? What the hell? Where the hell are you going with this? Right, 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 right. <laughs> so I have you... um a philosophy book coming out called "The Metaphysics <laughs> of Metaphysics of of Nothing," and talking about numbers. If you think about it, well, this is just a theory that I came up with, and a few others I I saw figured it out too that zero may be like the most valued number because you know zero is actually infinite because mm -hmm. right. you know if yep. if um all all the planets and all the matter in the universe didn't exist then nothing is always going to be there mm -hmm. nothingness nothingness zero is always going to be there mm -hmm. and would that just make nothingness something more powerful than anything uh, we could comprehend. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's a reason why it's it was turned into code. Yeah. yeah. There's mm -hmm. a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, and you, and yeah. And you could take the number one as well. The one mm -hmm. is infin in infinite, infinite. Right. Because of the fact that we all have, there's an object, there's one object of something. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yep. I mean, it's just numerology is, is very fascinating in itself. You know, Absolutely. so, so yeah. So, how many have, is that your first or you have many, a couple different books? Um, I'm currently uh, working on a book right now. It's taken me quite some time to do because I really want to get it right. It's called Paranormal Outlaw. Okay. And, you know, okay. I grew up in the punk rock, kind of like the New York, Connecticut punk rock uh, scene. You know, I was kind He's of a wild, it. I was kind of a wild dude. Um, yeah. I've calmed myself down, but it's all a story of how, you know, I was wild and these gifts, it was all part of a transformation that I was going through. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, and then uh, I have the metaphysics of nothing book, but it's, it's something I'm taking my time with and just trying right. to get it right. Mm -hmm. It's more of a, a personal release than anything else, but I, I plan on publishing it. I'm hoping uh next year to be able to do that but yeah i was like a, a, a well i still am like kind of a punker but you know i was kind of wild back in my day i guess <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah yep. yeah I, I i grew up uh as a metalhead you know i listened to a nice. lot of thrash metal death metal love um, it death metal, you know, but metal. yeah but i grew but i also grew up on sinatra and 
Dean Martin and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents were older, so you know, I just I and I it. still listen to that, you know, quite a bit, all that Sinatra and stuff, because it, that's just the mood that I've been in the right. last few years. But it's cool. I still listen to other bands that um you know 20 30 years ago like one of my favorite bands of all time was halloween now yeah. halloween that's old school yeah um their new album they came out with was a death metal band was yeah it was was fantastic and i really really liked it so i like yeah. king diamond i like deicide mm-hmm. um, i have a friend of mine that i work with who listens to all of that religiously constantly yeah 24 hours a day i kid you not yep. Uh-huh. but and he knows his stuff <laughs> about music but yeah. music is also an emotion and i do right. believe that mathematical you know, as well right and when you're listening to different types of of music and different moods that it can it can play certain tones can resonate within your brain can either make you happy or sad right. or kind of lethargic or it's all about frequencies and that's when i was talking with with um some other friends of mine about when you're going to a haunted location it depends on what kind of frequency you're bringing and what kind of frequency is already there Absolutely. you know what i mean and so once that free once once those frequencies mesh if they don't mesh um the likeliness that you may get something maybe kind of remote but there's certain right. things that you know frequencies that people bring to every different location that yeah it's kind of know, like it, what i was saying in the beginning getting the right type of people together somehow boom like get right the crowd together um mm-hmm. a lot of you know a great combination of psychics or whatever mm-hmm. but um you know i'm also an artist and i i like to uh i've done shows all throughout manhattan and brooklyn and new mm-hmm. haven here and i like to use the most vibrant oil paints that i could get and if you think about it, talking about frequency, um, the vibrance of the colors have a, you know, looking at the painting, it'll put you in some type of mood, a good mm-hmm. mood, happy, vibrant, kind of like what we're talking about with the music and everything else. But right. uh, no, frequency is very important. And yeah, uh, you know, I just I've always been that bye way bye. With, with frequency. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just I've you know I've gone to the different places where um things just don't resonate you know right. and it's and it's like when you go to a location that's supposedly haunted ghosts aren't don't come out on command you know right. and that's just the one thing that 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 people don't understand it's like they go some to this, people like to provoke them and, too and, and honestly, I, I do not that may work but <laughs> oh you know, i don't do provoking not to. At all. yeah yeah no. some people do that I mean, sometimes that may work for them, but honestly, I, I find it's better just to try to uh, be be polite and all that stuff. Just but it, treat them like a normal yeah, person. Treat them like right. a normal person. I, yeah. And a lot of times people would go into a haunted location and say spirits come out. I, I just don't think that they should do that and just try to, like you said, say, treat them like they're a person because technically right. they are. They right. wouldn't right. want to be called spirits. Um, but um, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah, just a lot of that stuff. And, you know, they, they're they they they're on a slightly different time frame than us, I mm-hmm. wonder, sometimes. And that's why a lot of times they, a lot of times they come when you least expect it. Like you go, 
you know, do a paranormal investigation. You try to communicate so hard. You try your mm -hmm. best after an hour, nothing's happening. All of a sudden you give up. And then five minutes later, the door opens by itself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a mysterious mm -hmm. thing for some reason, you know, it's very mysterious. Right. And the concept that there is no concept of time on the other side as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, who knows a minute to, to us would be a week. Mm -hmm. right yeah. you know what i mean right. so i mean until we get over there to figure that out or to even realize it you know it's it Absolutely. is what it is but when you're like taking we're, paranormal pictures and you know nothing comes on the picture at after you take it until you go back home that night right. and you're reviewing it and boom it's there right you know it wasn't there before up. right yeah, and exactly. then it's there right it's their own yeah. time and you go back mm -hmm. to talking a little bit about frequency and talking about being respectful respectful to spirits you know or to you know provoking is not something that i am game for i don't like because if you really think about it provoking is a negative energy is a mm -hmm. negative is a negative emotion that you're exactly. trying to elicit elicit a response in a negative way so what kind of frequency right. are you putting off you're absolutely you know what right I mean? about that mm -hmm. so in that sense what are you going to attract and so if there's nefarious right. in there sure you might get something that responds to you but not in, in, in a very nice right. way uh -huh. you know so there is a rhyme of re rhyme and reason for when you investigate to do it that way because mm -hmm. provoking just elicits a negative emotion right Some you can't be I, positive and, and yeah. do that i understand the provokers why they do what they want to do because they really really want to get a response and get some evidence so i do understand why but it's it honestly most people will say what we're saying here it's better not to do that just like ghost adventures honestly i don't even care about their paranormal that they get i think they're funny and entertaining and i like watching it they're funny they're like dudes I, like I bro, can't do it. oh you know but i can't do it it's right. funny but yeah, um I, yeah he does a lot yeah. of that provoking thing uh, yeah, yeah, I spent 20 years with a provoker. I don't need to spend any more time with Zach. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. I just like, I just think they're, I, I'm entertained by, by watching them. I think it, they're funny. Um, right, right. They do a lot and, of crazy and things. Those, they those do shows black have, magic now and everything else. Yeah, and, those shows have come and gone. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's yeah. been a lot of the different, different shows over the past, even 10 years that, yep. you know, are focused on that because, you know, scary cells and and that, that let's just be honest and call it for what it is i mean people want to be scared they want to you know oh my gosh and oh that's so creepy oh that's so scary mm -hmm. a lot of people now don't want to hear about the heartfelt loss that this person had had passed away and crossed and hadn't crossed over yet and is you know lost or looking for help and you know i mean it's fear cells right. You know, you know, a and, lot of time I'll tell you this since you're talk we're talking about this, is that you know, doing paranormal events and you know, doing conventions, um, there is a number of people, it's almost like they forgot what paranormal is about, and it's to help other people. They just mm -hmm. like that's the spotlight. And mm -hmm. those are the ones that those haters that you get on there, those are usually those the types that I just said, but right. there there is a num a portion of the community that really they don't really do it to help others anymore mm -hmm. it's more for a business 
and a spotlight uh, mm-hmm. than anything else. But um, right. you know, part of paranormal and part of having gifts, the gift is not just our gift; it's everybody else's gift. Mm-hmm. And you know, removing spirits and helping people cross over, and all that other stuff is is very important. I yeah, agree. I mean, I I run my business. I I run my team like a business. Mm-hmm. But that's because of the organization of it and making sure that everything's taken care of. But when it comes to what our purpose is, our purpose, our primary mission out there is to gather evidence of the paranormal. We don't care right. if it's ghosts or UFOs mm-hmm. or Bigfoot or cryptids or anything. And mm-hmm. to help people understand what the paranormal is and to educate them and so that they don't react in a in a primitive manner that's the only way to put it i mean there's a better way of reacting to the paranormal and that's what we're out there to do is to train and teach people and and mentor the next generation that's coming up behind me Mm -hmm. yep i mean my ghost tours is definitely a business in the paranormal conventions Mm -hmm. producing but when it comes to like doing cases we don't really charge we don't charge Mm -hmm. we don't charge that's Mm -hmm. what i'm saying yeah you get the people But you know what if, I mean. If someone wants to, tra- if someone wants to charge a fee for a, an investigation, you need to close the door and 100%. move on to somebody else. 100%. Because th- we should not be charging a fee. No. If you want to solicit no. donations, um, no. yeah, I think that might be appropriate. Right. But There's nothing, no shame in that. Yeah, not but, charging um, fees. Absolutely, no, no. no. Right. We're here to help people. We're here right. to help. Right. So, so what do you and have it coming? It, if we could succeed at helping them, I mean, there are cases where it just—it's so hard to get a spirit out of that house. Um, there are cases where a lot of times, you know, the person who's being the victim uh, has to change a life, um, a situation, and they're not willing to mm-hmm. do it. A lot of drugs, you know, mm-hmm. drug addiction, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff attracts attracts spirits. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about major stuff, mm-hmm. but um, there are people like that who have find it obviously very hard to change, change mm-hmm. that about themselves. And That's a lot right. of times it, you, you could remove the spirit, but it attracts back. As a matter of fact, we're going to a, a, on a case Wednesday night. There's an incubus uh, in, you know, this poor, this poor elderly lady, you know, kind of has a relationship uh, with it. Um, she misses it when we take it out, when we take it out of the house, she actually misses it and it comes back. So that's what I'm trying to say there. Yeah. I, Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, to be honest with you guys. And I think this is a calling of mine at this rate. I get a lot of incubus and succubus cases, me and my, my team and myself, I don't know what it is, but it's just like 90% of the stuff. That's what I get. Um, and these things are nasty and they do nasty mm-hmm. things to people. And I, I'm starting to think that this is a calling. Uh, maybe I'm just meant to get these types of entities for some reason and Could try be, to get yeah. them out. And Could I tell be. you what, they are tough. They mm-hmm. are tough. They are tough. They are tough. If it's anything like my my dream about one, because I had a dream that had an incubus in it, and if it's anything like the dream I had, you can beat it with a t- with a baseball bat, and it'll go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I yeah. just beat it with a baseball bat. <laughs> we have um, we have a photo of one. Um, I'm gonna share it when the documentary comes out. But at this point, I said to my team, I'm like, you know. 
the past two years we've been getting nothing but incubus and succubus and spirits like that do that sort of thing mm-hmm. and this must be a calling if this has to be that yeah. we're getting it all the time but yeah. i tell you what it's one hell of an adventure i'll tell you that damn much mm-hmm. good god yeah. i can imagine ah, right. i can imagine but um yeah we're doing one wednesday night hopefully you know those are tough ones that's all i gotta yeah. say they're tough right so so um i had a question earlier and and i got cut off (laughs) um we're wondering where you were yes um (laughs) well yeah i've got i've got an older computer and for some reason it just it stops charging and doesn't restart so i have to get that fixed anyway um where do you draw your shamanistic ability from from what culture from what period is there a driving force that is shamanistic abilities where where's what's the source i usually take you know i usually take the energy out of the ground itself Mm -hmm. and you know there's actually these rituals that help you strengthen that ability um if you've heard of the hermetic order of the golden dawn Mm -hmm. um the white magic Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of people will say it's black magic because alistair uh crowley was a member but mm-hmm. is when he was a member of that was white magic he mm-hmm. when he did his own thing but there are these rituals and these mm-hmm. meditations that they, they they're made so you could harness like energy and one of them is called the middle pillar meditation it's actually very very cool and it gives you a direct link to god and into um the earth itself and it's a direct energy and uh, a lot of meditation just comes natural, you know, it just, you know, basically comes natural to me. Jay, are Teach you noticing too. how his yes, face is working? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, there's a sunlight just hit me as a thing. The sunlight just hit me. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of weird stuff. And then your face through. is morphing and. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so yeah. great. And you know what? I was just talking about a direct light. That's crazy. You know, I mean, it's not crazy. This is, see, happens. this is what I experience. This is what I experience all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I get the, I get I'm the trying stuff to too. adjust the computer, but you know, I got this. Light it, it, it just <laughs> cracks me up every time I get something manifesting. It's like, I'll have an image in my head and then yes. a few days yeah. later it manifests. Yes. But no, <sighs> there's meditations yeah. you could do. I mean, honestly, a shaman, the way I see it is this, a shaman is um somebody who doesn't really have to perform rituals to get results most of the time and we're naturally we're we're naturally born at with this mm-hmm. and every person has the ability to do what we do some are born mm-hmm. naturals at baseball some are born naturals at this some are born natural shamans and psychics are naturally have this ability and everybody else could tap in to it as well but we're just naturals at it that's mm-hmm. you know that's what i teach mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, it just yeah the whole thing's just amazing to me sometimes i, mean, I, I can touch a light many, bulb many... and it snaps yeah isn't that yeah. crazy I, i've been trying <laughs> and i've been trying to do it on demand but i can't I my can't. my wristwatch runs five minutes fast any right. rich watch, any wristwatch oh, I put on will run five minutes fast. Wow, that's cool. 
That's because you're a weirdo. That's like yeah, what we're talking about on we already knew that different time zones. Yeah. You know, because you know, yet maybe part of your ability to be on that split time zone. Mm-hmm. It could be. be. Your, it very well thing. could be. Yes. And we don't know. It's yep. I I lost a lot of years trying to examine what it is that I can do and and I've just decided to settle in on what it is that I do and mm-hmm. move nice. on. Right. It's right, I yeah. don't have enough life left to go out and explore it all. <laughs> right. Well, I, you know, uh, and again like I write my own magical symbols. Um mm-hmm. I study hoodoo. Like sigil magic, sigil yeah. magic. Sigil mm-hmm. magic. I study mm-hmm. hoodoo and mm-hmm. I do like a lot of Kabbalah chaos uh, mm-hmm. or um hermetic order of the golden dawn meditations but i'll be honest with you i this is just my personal belief i believe in the man upstairs mm-hmm. um right i personally believe in jesus and i believe in christ mm-hmm. consciousness and in christ consciousness and a lot of people think here we go again with a light a lot of yeah. people think that um christ consciousness means we're all god and you know that's not so christ consciousness means that you're living such a spiritual, holy, and mystical life that the presence is around you all the time of mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Or Krishna consciousness. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Krishna, Hare Krishna. You know, yeah, but, that um, one comes yeah I do believe yeah. in Christ consciousness. I think, you know, and this is just a personal belief of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, the more you try the more you try to live uh like Jesus. Uh, you know, the more people that's just them freaky. That is yeah. just you're gonna have to watch it after this, you're all over. You're gonna have life. to watch it. It's just freaky. This is my life. This is my <laughs> life here. There's a lot of weird stuff that happens on these podcasts sometimes. I mean, sometimes I zap it and uh, it freezes. There's a whole bunch of stuff that this is this is a verse though. This I don't know. It's just this, this one section that we've gone into, and it's like you're it's like you're a con a cartoon character. And then yeah. the lights coming in all the time. I can't, I, I don't know how you're standing that in your face, but who knows? I feel, I'm feeling like energy coming out of it. To it, be honest. it literally, you are, so, you are, your head is basically light. I'm liking it and I'm soaking it in. It feels nice. You know, it's like a re, like a recharge, but this is the first to happen on a podcast. That's a first for us. That's a first for us. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we've had some freaky stuff happen, but that's a first yeah. for us. This <laughs> is my life. It's crazy. Seriously. <laughs> so what do you got coming up next? Oh, you know what? I'll what tell you, you guys a funny, funny story about back in the early 90s with AOL and the wire modem. Remember the wire modem? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to yeah. kick my sister off the computer uh, using my ability. That was one of the <laughs> funny. That was one of the first times I started getting aware of this. I st- remember the little man running when, yeah. when it was connecting. I started yeah. when my sister was on there. I started picturing the man running in it, saying "connection lost," and just about every time, then I showed my brother, and my brother actually con- confirmed this. I actually showed my brother this, yeah. and he was amazed by it. But no, that's a funny story about that's too. That's funny. one of the first things I started doing, kicking her off AOL. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> the, thing, the, the thing that I got from AOL is I had a room that was a bar, basically, and yeah. it was uh, adjacent to the over 30 groups. And I actually sat down with some of the participants in the room and I had them describe what the bar looked like. Mm-hmm. And I'd never mentioned to anybody what I had in my head. 
and mm-hmm. they described it. Every single one of them described it the exact same way. And it was the vision that I had for the bar. Wow. That was cool. my weirdness on AOL. Yes. Oh, I love it. That's that cool. I could, I could, <laughs> I could project yeah. the image that I had in my head through the electricity wow. and people would get it. Oh, wow. That's, so I mean, cool. they had it right down to where that's, who everybody sat. That's kind of like a telekinesis type. It of, was really weird. There's a, yep. There's one that was at the, it was at the, uh, the, uh, Rock Island one where we had that, that speaker that was talking about it. I still have to get to it with her because there's a word for it. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's cool. And I've done it a couple of times with other things, but that was the biggest one that I, that made me aware of the ability. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. I can put I thoughts that. into people's heads. I dig that. Mm-hmm. Knock it off. Not no. easy. It's not an easy thing to do. <laughs> so what do you got coming up? So we have uh, a few ghost tours in the mix. One is in Bethel, Connecticut at Broken Symmetry uh, Brewery. And uh, then we have the... Beer. I'm good for beer. IPA. Um, we're big into the breweries. It's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun with them. Uh, we actually just did Watertown History Museum and did a, a paranormal investigation there. It was a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun with these. Uh, usually we offer a dinner too that's included uh, in the price of the tickets too. And Very nice. I own uh, nice. paranormal artifacts and I bring them along with me. Um, one of I have some pretty rare stuff. Uh, but, uh, Very cool. You know, we have a whole bunch of stuff we're lining up, some yet to be announced. Uh, and, you know, it's it's been a heck of a journey, Woody. You know, what could I say? <laughs> Have you made your goals for 2024 yet? Not right. Not quite yet. Okay. I mean, for like New Year's Eve? No, no, no. For 2024. Oh, for 12 months yes. of 12 yes, I've made a few. I've made a few goals. One of them's yet to be announced. There's a pretty big convention that, that uh, I want to do in a different state. It's going to be pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm dying. Cool. I wish I could share it on here, but when you're That's when fine. when I'm Later ready, on. you guys will be the first. Yeah. Later okay. on, yeah. Right. yeah, it's gonna be yeah. it's yeah. gonna be pretty good. So we got all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we've we got had, uh, Brian Cano as guest, John Zaffis, Sean Austin from he's a good friend of mine. Sean Austin, Twenty Eight Days, uh, Most Haunted on Netflix. Um, Sean and mm-hmm. myself have been on a number of investigations. As a matter of fact. John Zaffis, I I was just I at his house. John. I he's was just at his sweetie. house last week in the museum there, mm-hmm. and he's, he's just so great. great you talk, you'll you'll be sitting there talking to him for like three hours. Oh, he's yeah. just some some cool dude just to you know let loose and yeah. hang out. And yeah. we were actually at his house over there. Um, yeah, I met him up in uh, North Lake Tahoe at the yes. Biltmore, and yep. he was just oh, he was so funny. Oh, I, yeah. I wanted to just hang out with him for a while. Yes, he's the best. And then we also yeah. have the amazing Kreskin. He was pretty... Oh, uh, cool. He was awesome. Yeah, cool. <laughs> we had an after party after Paracon, and he did like a performance there, and it was very impressive. He, he got somebody to take the change out of their pocket and shake it, and he heard the change and guessed how much was in there. I mean, that's pretty talented yeah oh wow yeah he somebody they took their change and he could just hear two pennies three nickels and dimes and quarters the the amount is in there 
and he he got it. Wow. It was very wow. impressive. Oh, that's nice. awesome. Nice. Yeah. So well, I think we're we're at our hour. And thank you. I want to thank you, Nicholas Grossman, for coming on. Yes, and thank you, you so guys. much. It was a pleasure. And yeah. uh until next time. How's that? Until next time. Yeah. yeah. Until next time. Right. Everybody, thank you for, for oh, viewing this. Are we gonna you say can... where we're gonna be? Are we gonna say yes. where we're gonna be this weekend? Okay. We'll see you later. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna toggle we're... you off. Oh yeah. All so right. Thank Thanks, you so Nicholas. much, Nicholas. We appreciate it. Nice. Um, so, so yeah, so, um, yeah, we're going to be here. I, I've got my sharing, my screen sharing. We are going to be at share. Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun, dun. Ready? Here it comes. <gasps> the Tennessee haunts and legends expo in Nashville, Tennessee on Saturday, October 21st. I've got a vendor booth over there. I don't know where I'm going to be at. So come find me. I've been trying to talk Jay into coming down, but I don't think he's going to make it. I can't um, make it. I would love to, <laughs> but I just can't make it. Well, so this is going to be a I huge got... event. Yeah. Yeah, the, October 21st, this place is going to be, you know, rocking just because Kelly's there. So, <laughs> well, we yeah. had fun. We just got back from the Tennessee Wildman and Cryptid Con last weekend, and we had a great booth. And everybody stopped by. I stopped counting people after 30, and mm -hmm. I swear it was well over 100 people stopped by to talk about the paranormal and find out what they can do about what's happening at their house and to understand mm -hmm. it. And oh, it's just, it was fabulous. I loved every minute of it. So nice. that was, uh, yeah. So we got that coming up this weekend. So Sweet. yeah. Nice. Ooh. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. So everybody, um, this will be uploaded onto everywhere you get your podcast and sometime today. And we want to thank um, our guest Nicholas again. And we yes. want to thank everybody for tuning in. And you mm -hmm. can find this on YouTube and Facebook and Parapost Network, as well as the Cemetery Files page on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So, having said that, we want to thank you, and we will see you again next week. Next week. Next week. Next week. Bye!